everyone, Dave and Jeff doing a podcast on a Sunday night as we're watching Jeff's Vikings completely fail us all miserably. Shut up. Jesus. Someone asked me the other day, goes, do you guys really watch games while you're doing the show? 100% we do. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be watching the Chiefs and Rams tomorrow. Yeah, I know the show's so seamless. <laughs> Dave, I lit into a guy tonight. Did you? Yeah, I got a big fuck you to start the show. It's to the Grand Pacific Resort in Carlsbad. There's not a bigger fucking shithole than the Grand Pacific Resort in Carlsbad. And this goes back four years. Yeah. When they had a deal up there, we could go for like an hour. and But they're one of those timeshare places. But they had Hawaii, I don't know, a handful of other locations. And the feeling was, go for an hour and then you'll get a family four-pack for Legoland. Well, my kids at the time were like six or seven. Yeah. And my wife and I were traveling and kind of thinking about some different things. And the, the idea of a timeshare actually didn't sound like that bad a deal. Again, it was a one-hour thing. Well, goddamn, fuck those guys. <laughs> we ended up being there like three hours. Yeah. So, I mean, it's easier to get out of Donovan State Prison. It's like when you let the guy through your door to show you that vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And he can't get him out of the house. Same shit. So, today... I spent the day with my son, Jack. Sometimes we'll split it up where, where Cade went with their mom and I had Jack. And uh, it's cool, man. At the end of the day, he's he gets a little bummed because he doesn't want the day to end. Oh, okay. And it, it's nice. I get it. And so we went to watch this game, watch the start of this game, and we just went to Wild Wings in Encinitas because we go and we get a couple yeah. chicken tenders and we just hang out and laugh. So it's about 5.15 tonight. My phone rings. It's a 760 number. Now, he and I had been to a couple of different places throughout the course of the day. And you're always concerned, like, maybe you left something, right? Yeah. Credit card, driver's license, anything. You never know. And so I answer the phone. Again, it's just me and Jack sitting at dinner. And, uh, hello? <laughs> yeah, Jeff, this is uh, Carl. I'm calling from the Pacific Grand Resorts here in Carlsbad, and I just go, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and uh, my son looks at me, and he's got this look on his face like, what? And I go, Carl, you got some fucking nerve calling me on a Sunday night. And now Jack starts dying laughing. Yeah. Like, my son Jack, <laughs> my son Jack has the greatest laugh in the world, and he's dying. And remember, he's 11. Yeah. Just turned 11. So it's only me and him in uh, this Wild Wings, yeah. and I'm lighting this guy Carl up. And, Dave, this is 100% true. Now I know it's an audience of one radio. I'm only doing it for, for yeah. Jack. And and uh, I go, why the fuck are you calling me on a Sunday night? Well, we were calling to offer you a free night. I go, that's the biggest bunch of shit. I go, I've been to that shithole, Carl. I was there for three hours. You think I'm a fucking idiot? <laughs> And my son is just done. He's done. I go, you know, Carl, I'm usually a pretty nice guy. But I go, you got some fucking balls on you to be bugging me at 6 o'clock on a Sunday night. Fuck you. <laughs> Look, I'm just telling you. They hear it everywhere. Mostly from their mom and her salty language. I couldn't care less. A half hour earlier, he was bummed about the night being over. Yeah. And now I guarantee when he gets home, he's going to get his brother aside. Oh, my God. You missed it. Some guy called dad. We were at dinner. Some asshole Carl. 
And dad just, dad must have said the F word 20 <laughs> times. What? And I wasn't there? I know, and he wasn't even saying it at you or me. <laughs> Look, fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck Carl. <clears throat> I'm all for anybody who's got to work. I never put my number on any list. Yeah. And like I said, he and I are hanging out. Yeah. I get more of these bullshit calls, the auto warranty people, all these yeah. other. Uh, thanks for rolling in, Shook. Good to see you. <laughs> um, all these bullshit calls. But 5.30 on a Sunday night, fuck yeah. you, you're open season. I thought, all right, we're doing a podcast tonight. I cannot tell you enough to stay away from that place. Do not ever go to one of those things, no matter if they're offering you a free night or a free hand job in the alley. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck Coral. Oh, my gosh. And that's it. And the other thing I realized today was... what? Do you, hold on. What do you say? How did you end the conversation? Did he hang up first or did you hang up? He was just like, uh, okay. Oh, you won't hear it in there. No, it doesn't go. Dave's phone's ringing. Be afraid to turn that off. I did turn it off. It went through the computer. Um, no, I mean, dude, I'm sorry. I get that there are telemarketers. You know, the the gas tax can't go through. I would just like to be on the do not call list again. I would like that to go through again. Remember when we had the ability to block our number? Yeah. From people, and then we just the FCC just stopped giving a shit about anything. And now all of us are open season for all these dicks that are calling. How does the FCC still exist? The FCC right, doesn't do anything but get in the way. They're an absolute joke. So, yeah, that's what I would like. But, I mean, dude, yeah. you start calling on a Sunday night at 530. You're open season. Sorry. If you're calling, I got it. Telemark I've never had to do telemarketing. And, look, that guy could be on the side of the street. He could be on welfare. I, I get all that. Don't bug me on a Sunday night. You're open season, especially if my son's right there, because then I'm going to lay into you. But, yeah, but look, if it was someplace, yeah. I stayed at the Hermosa Beach Hotel. Okay. Took my sons up there. Fantastic place. If the Hermosa Beach Hotel is calling me on a Sunday night going, hey, Jeff, we got to, you know, buy two, get two free. I'm like, dude, give me your number. I'll call you back tomorrow. I'm like, I'm in. I love that place. It was fun. Bunch of different places. But those dickheads, they can play with their own fists. <laughs> is uh, is North County your go-to with, yeah, your, with your kids? Always. Even though you drive up there every day, you don't, you don't mind doing the drive on the weekends. He loves it. He, uh, You know, my son loves sneakers. Yeah. Loves them. And so today he wanted to go to the Carlsbad Mall, walk around, have fun. So that's what we did. And then we went and saw. Did you buy them any or did you just have them like nah, window shop? Nah, he knows. He's got like three pairs. And I'm like, dude, you're not going to be that kid. You're just not. You're going to appreciate what you have in your life. And you're not going to get everything you want. Um, and you're you're fine. Um, you tell him he's at the age where your feet are growing once a month? Yeah. Like, dude, I always tell him. Like when his grades wavered a little yeah. bit. And I kind of laid into him last week because his grades wavered a little bit. I said, dude, keep it up. I go, I'm the guy who will take you to Burlington Coat Factory. He'll be wearing those shit K-Swiss. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, dude, no free ride. Did, does he know where Burlington, what Burlington Coat Factory Loves is? Loves it. There's oh, one right by his okay. house. He goes up there and checks out the shoes all the time. Okay. Yeah, kid just loves had no tennis idea. shoes. Yeah. Loves them. Loves the Curry tennis shoes, yeah. Nikes, the whole thing. So, so whatever his favorite guys are wearing, he's that. Yeah. That's why they pay those guys all that money for people like your kids, right? 
so he loves it. But we did that. We went up. We had lunch. We played pig. He demolished me playing pig. I got crushed. <laughs> and uh, he beat me uh, in three games. And then uh, we went and saw The Grinch today. There you go. Which was really fun. Was because, it good? Yeah. You know what? The old Dr. Seuss style, I hated those. Yeah. Because they were, yeah, I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> but they, uh, they lightened it up, and it was funny. They made it a funny movie. And, uh, yeah, it was good. So, dude, I'm just... Dave, I think about it all the time, you know, and I, I knew it already, um, but but with, you know, Jake's passing, it's like, dude, every chance I get, yeah. he and I last Good night, yeah, he and I were at UTC last night, yeah. and I sent you that pic, I didn't even send it to you, because I've stopped tagging you on social media, because I don't know where you're at today, Yeah, if that, if that feels like you're picking at a scab or not. I don't not. even know where I'm at. Is right. that weird? When people say it will come in waves, they couldn't be more right. Well, one minute yeah. I'm fine, one minute I'm a mess. Right. So my feeling is I'm just going to give you a little room to breathe. Yeah. I'm going to see you here on Sunday nights. But um, we went to Godfather last night for dinner. The Good. Grand- How was it? Fantastic. Good. Their, their grandfather bought them dinner for their birthday. Yeah, you mentioned the- it on the podcast. that. Uh, yeah. That, okay. So that was really so nice. So all of you went as, as, yeah. your, as a family. Yeah, it was really, really nice. We had a great time. And then um, Cade and his mom went one way. Me and Jack went the other way. And this fucking kid had just <laughs> ate a cannoli yeah. that was unbelievable. And he loves hanging out at the mall. And Davey's yeah. 11 years old. He'll still reach out and hold my hand. I'm like, it's the coolest thing because at some point it's going to end. And we're walking through UTC last night. It's a little chilly. It's a pretty crowded night. This girl comes running out of the Godiva store and goes, hey, how about a free ice cream to him? Yeah. I was like, all right, well, shit. Yeah. Cute chicks giving you free ice cream. Do it. So he goes, well, let's go sit down. We sat down. I looked to my left, and here is this huge Forever 21 store. And I just I just start laughing, man. I just start laughing because I go, you just have to have a different sense of humor as Jake did. To not even draw attention to yourself, never said, hey, go look at my Facebook profile, just wrote that he worked it forever. I had no 20. idea until you pointed that out to yeah, me. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah. It's, so, it's so funny. Like, of all the stupid shit he did, I love that. So, And then I saw one at Carlsbad Mall, yeah. too, today. It's like when you have a white car, Yeah. then everybody has a white car. Yeah. I've never in my life paid attention, <laughs> knew anything about Forever 21, and now I see him everywhere, and I'll smile every time. That's funny as hell. No, that was cool. It was... Uh, it was weird. It was. I know. Last time we did the t- did this show, you were saying, ah, "Don't worry about it." You say whatever's going through your mind at the time. So, went through yesterday. I'm sitting almost actually right here at the table where we do the show, and I'm there's a television right by us, as I said before, and I'm watching college football, just flipping mm-hmm. around. And uh, my wife walks in the garage, and and there are two leather couches in this garage, and she sits down over over to that one. I'm pointing at Jeff, and, mm-hmm. and she says. What's on, uh, do you have anything on the DVR to watch? Like, she's going to stay in this room. I know she's not going to watch college football. So I flipped through, and I go, you know what? I taped the CMA Awards on oh, Wednesday yeah. night. I go, you want to watch that? And she goes, yeah, go ahead, throw it on. And so I throw it on, and Chris Stapleton comes on. Right. And Jake loves Chris Stapleton, which is right. funny, because Jake's not a country music guy, nope. but he loved Chris Stapleton, and he loved the song Broken Halos. Yeah, what a fucking cool song. So he jumps on there. Chris Stapleton talks about the song, and he says... Here's a song I wrote with so and so, and this song was written for all the the young people that die way too soon. And as soon as he said that, man, I look back at her and she's crying Thanks, like Chris. Was that day. Yeah, 
Thanks. And it's funny, it's, you know, I made that we made a, a, a quick slideshow. If you, yeah, I posted it on Great. Facebook, and I, and I, we did it at the funeral. And uh, I wish that song was in there. If I had to do it all over again, I would have put that song in because Jake loved that song. But yeah, it completely threw her right into Fuck. just a horrible, uh, horrible situation. And then you posted shortly after that. You posted the Forever Twenty One. It completely changed the mood of the night for me. Where you know, it goes, man, that kid always made me laugh. Yeah. And, and last night at that moment, sure, man, I missed him as much as I ever missed him. Dude. You know. Yeah. And so it was kind of crazy. I did something <clears throat> different today. I wasn't sure I was going to go because for me and and for everyone else is. Silence is is the worst part. Right. So when I'm sitting here talking to you, someone actually sent me a text and answered, are you doing a show with Jeff today? And I said, yeah, I am. And they said, good, because Jeff always makes you laugh. You know, you take me out of the moment for the hour or two that we're doing this. And so driving up there, a friend of mine called me, knew I was going to be driving up there and, and talk the whole time. So it wasn't one of those where my mind started messing around with me. Was able to go to uh, StubHub. And I knew when I was going to the to the Charger game, that it would be it would be a kind of a test. Could I get out of the house and not fall apart? Is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to do. And so I I show up, but I know the guy who sits next to me. This guy Rob, we became friends the last couple of years. He works for Sirius Radio. Super nice guy, and we always talk all the time. Guys just turned forty, and he's having his first kid. Sound familiar? Yeah. That's exactly what happened to Jeff. And so he's sitting there, and one of these guys setting his radio waves, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. he's married, and he's going to have his kid, and he's excited. And I knew he was he was having a boy. Last time the Chargers played a home game, believe it or not, was the Raiders back in, you know, it was like seven weeks ago. It was forever yeah. since the Chargers had a home game. And I said, when's this baby due? Because this baby's due November 13th, my actual birthday. And I said, in my mind, I said, I know this guy's going to be excited. Tell me about his kid. I'm not going to say a word of what's gone on in my life because I'm going to let this guy enjoy the moment. He's been so excited to be a dad. So I walk up and. Um, I, first thing I said, so what's the deal? Are you a dad right now? And he was so excited, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Want to tell me stories, the whole deal. Sounded just like Stevie Woods, just like you and me. Yep. And he's telling me everything. And then within five minutes, Annie comes up mm-hmm. right behind me. And she immediately gives me a big hug and just says, I'm so sorry. And, you know, hugs me and couldn't have been nicer. Then he's looking at like, what the hell's going on? And, uh, then I, I said to him, I, I said, my son passed away while, we, while we were gone. And so his kid was actually born two weeks early. The day and night his kid was Holy born fuck. was the day and night I lost my son. October 30th. Yeah, same same goddamn thing. Yeah. It was really, really weird. You know what I mean? And so um, he felt he felt like it felt bad that, you know, here you got a guy sitting right next to him that's heartbroken, and I was not going to say a word to him. But then more and more people started coming up, which was extremely nice. Couldn't yeah, appreciate it more. Anyway, um, there for about 10 minutes, John Walsh F texts me. He goes, you, are you here? And I said, yeah, I'm here. I said, I'll come to your seat. He goes, no, I'm waiting right outside the door. He goes, I'm waiting right outside the press box. Come, come see me, man. I want to give you a hug. So I run down and see Sean. Sean is, of course, great. We mentioned yep. Sean all the time. As I'm talking to Sean, Hank Bauer walks by. Yeah. Okay. And Hank, it, don't take this the wrong way because I don't want to take it the wrong way. Hank walks by and he almost walks by me. And I said, Hank. And he goes, hey. You know, he goes, hey, I just want to let you know. I, I'm sorry. I, I heard what happened. And then he comes like right into my face and he goes, look, it sucks and it's never going to fucking get better. And he, and he wasn't mean a dick, mm-hmm. but he lost his brother recently. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I go, you know what, Hank? I go, I appreciate that because I'm so tired of people telling me you're going to be fine before you know yeah. it. Well, I, I, right now it doesn't feel like I'm anywhere close to going to be fine. But mm-hmm. I appreciated that he, he was truthful about what he felt when his brother died. 
Yeah. And so sitting there going through uh, through the whole deal, I think it's Sean at first looked at him like, what the fuck, Hank? No. But then he realized he got it right away. Yeah. Jamal Jamal LaFrance walked right over to me. Yeah. Cool as can be. And then, um, but but all these guys were great. Eric Williams, uh, Kurt Sandoval and I talked for a long time. Derek Togerson, right before I left, was extremely nice. Marty, Marty Caswell, even super nice, gave nice. me a big hug and... Right in the middle of the Denver Broncos locker room. Got 53 naked guys standing around us. Yeah. And she's hugging, she's hugging me in the locker. But Marty reached out to me, and that meant a lot to me. We always joke around, and Marty is not one of those people that is that kind of person. She no, was that person people, today man. for me. She was great. So yeah, she's good people. Overall, man, made it through pretty good. Uh, good. Go, going home, got sad because there was no one to kind of talk to in the car. I could have called uh-huh. you. I know I could have called you anytime, but I didn't want to call you because I knew we were doing a show, and I didn't want to ruin the show. But it was, uh, I made it. I made it through through the day, leaving yeah. the house and was gone for about 12 hours. So I, I made it through the process. I can't tell you how insignificant sports felt being there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, before you kind of have a rooting interest and you're into it, it didn't mean jack shit. You know so, what I mean? It just didn't mean jack shit. So, whether the Chargers won or lost or the Broncos won or lost. It just, there was no interest in the game for me. So what happens Thanksgiving? <sighs> That's tough. It's funny because my wife and I are going back and forth on this whole thing because... Um, my wife wants to like go somewhere for the holidays. I hundred yeah. percent don't want to go anywhere for the holidays because my mind is Jake would be here. You'd be in San Diego. Mm-hmm. We aren't going to leave San Diego, but at first she was like ready to go to Florida to visit her sister. So I'm not going to Orlando. I'm not doing that stuff. Christmas time. I understand if my wife doesn't want to host it here. Usually we host it here and about 50 people show up. Some people mm-hmm. are relatives. Some are just people that need a place to go for Christmas. We seem to invite people that we never met before. But um, I told my wife, I said, I want to be in San Diego. We might not be at this house, but it, we, we we will be somewhere in San Diego. So what about that? Uh, I know we're going to Encinitas on Thursday. Thanksgiving, okay. we're going to be with my sister in Encinitas. She's going to host it. You know, Dave, last year when we were trying to kind of figure some things out, we went to Palm Springs. Yeah. And it was really nice. Yeah. Like, it was really nice. And family was God like. God dang, it's crazy. It's been a year. Yeah. It's like we were just talking about this. Yeah. And family's like, well, what are you doing? And we just went and hung out. Yeah. And we had a good time as a family. And. Man, I'm telling you, you sleep, you read books, people go and lay out by the pool, they do whatever. It's okay to get, uh, you're not running. Yeah. Understand you're not running, but sometimes you just need to get away to clear your head. Going back to what you just said, just so we're clear on this show, you can fucking call me 724. Yeah, I know I can. Yeah. I just didn't we'll do it because have... you and I, Jeff and I get bored easy. We don't like to repeat ourselves. So if we were to say There'd something funny in the shit. car. I probably wouldn't have brought it up here. Yeah, that's fine. But just, I know a lot of the people in your phone. Trust me, you're much better off calling me. <laughs> um, but the, the one thing that I figured out today is I figured out how you can use this to your advantage. And the thing is, Dave, you yeah. have now, what Jake has given you is given you the greatest gift. Even though we lose him at the age of 20, he has given you the greatest gift of all time. And that gift is fuck. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Fucking bears. I just did that purpose for you. Uh, <laughs> the gift that, that Jake is giving you is you never have to listen to anybody's bullshit again. Just right? tell them straight out. Going through a tough time right now. Just drop that on, on anybody. Oh. Well, you know, uh, you know, I had to go and take my car in. And all of a sudden I find out that the belt drives out. And now they want me to do the alignment. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, sorry to hear that, Hal. Maybe you remember Jake passed away this year. Goddamn, Dave, I do. Dave, <laughs> oh, you know, I went. I go over here. 
to the seafood restaurant. Oh, All shit. I wanted to do was get some goddamn yeah. swordfish. And the fucking guy, Dave, has the nerve to tell me it's out of season. <laughs> and instead of being nineteen ninety nine, it's twenty three ninety nine. Wow, it sucks. Doesn't bring Jake back, but it's ah. You are now free and That's clear. It. I got a free pass. Of everybody's uh, fucking complaint. Everyone's bullshit. Just drop it every time. Right. Yeah. Right. Thanks and, so no one's inviting me anywhere. Oh, they'll still invite you because they want to make it all about them. I guarantee you we have friends that have known in five months that want to make it all about fucking <laughs> them. Now, look, I'm just going to tell you yeah. this, and I'm going to make it really, really clear. You either take the gift that yeah. Jake has given you. <laughs> you want to use it? You go ahead. I will use it. Trust me. <laughs> There you go. I will abuse that privilege. There, there you go. I, I, will, I, I, I will use it. Yeah. Oh, that's Oh, hey. That's so oh, really, really sorry to hear that Scott Miller missed your scheduled interview. God damn. Uh, well, I'd rather. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Why should I feel bad about Jake passing away? I could have your problems. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what happened to me. Give me a $25. Go give me a 40 ounce bud. Go get me a tall boy. Go get me a tall boy. I gotta tell you, so fr- Friday night, by the way, my my son says to me, "Hey, let's go to the East Lake Helix game." And I said, "I'm not gonna go." And I he goes, saw you he were go- there. Well, he goes, "Yeah, Josh goes. Well, if you aren't gonna go, I'm not gonna go." Well, right away, I said, "Okay." Where was well, the game down well, here? It was down here at East Lake. Okay. And he go. Then I said, "Well, if you're gonna back out because I'm not going, then I'm definitely gonna go." So I said, yeah. "But if we go, we're gonna go early before basically anyone's there, and then we're gonna stand on the field because." I don't mind talking the story with Jeff, and I understand all this is therapy. A lot of this makes me feel better. Sure. But I don't want to sit there and talk to 2,000 people about it. You know, right. I just want to – this is a night out now with my son, just like you had a night out. Right. Carl tried to fuck it up. Fucking Carl. So we get there early, and I went to go see our good friend Dave Marcus, who, of course, is in Jake, the booth at the Padres. Jake, Jake, yeah, because the game was on radio. They yeah. put it on oh, 97.3. Wow. And then um, I see uh, Tony Gwynn Jr., couldn't yeah. have been nicer. See, Chris, couldn't have been nicer. And I said to them, I said, look, I know I haven't gotten back to any of you guys, but Jeff relayed to me how great you guys were. Yeah. I go, I can't tell you guys how much that meant to me. And they're super nice. And then uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. brings up the fact, he goes, man, he goes, I remember when I was a kid, you took me up to a Laker game. We, you know, we saw Kobe Bryant before Kobe was Kobe. You know, yeah. that, that was awesome. And Chris Ella goes, wait a second, you took him to Laker games? And I said, yeah, he said, take him to Laker games. And he goes, how come you never took him to a Laker game? I go, well, his dad's a fucking Hall of Famer. What does your dad do, Chris? And he just shrugged <laughs> his shoulders. Ah, that's true. My dad didn't do shit. And so, <laughs> so he just let it go. We're talking, and here comes Coach all of a sudden. Contreras starts walking up from about 20 feet away. Yeah. And my son Josh, I hear under his breath, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, no. Here comes the goddamn tuna fish toenail uh, story, and now he's going to be pissed. Coach was fine. He's the greatest, he, man. He was 100% fine. And, uh, and, and that was it. Then we moved down onto the field. And we're standing on the helix side, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. And so we're standing like on the 10 yard line and standing with a couple of friends of mine. And Helix kicked the shit out of Eastlake, but there was yeah. a play in the game where Eastlake throws the ball deep and the guy catches it for Eastlake, touchdown, corner of the end zone, right in front of her face. And the coach on uh, Helix is like, You fucking suck. You fucking practice like this all fucking week. That's why you fucking got burned, you piece of shit. And he's just losing his mind on the kid. Wow. And my buddy Brock just yells, Hey, coach. Fuck you! Just wow. At, at the Good. Co- the coach, you know, for that's a Helix coach. Lane, let me tell you, this is a lot of high school coaches. I mean, there's right. a lot of coaches. I live in the Helix district, yeah. though. I know what you don't want to hear that shit. I He's hate to yelling say at it. his own kid. He's yelling at his own player. What a his own dick. cornerback. 
And so uh, I hate to say, I would love to say this is very rare, but no, this is I very common. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's why that's not, it sounds like I'm patting myself on the back. That's what I'm trying to change. Right. At Benito Vista. That's what I'm trying to change this. And hopefully it works and other people start copying why it works. Anyway, so he's laying into him, but it was, it was so funny about Buddy. He was, you know, you've seen Brock. He's huge, yeah. man. Hey, coach, fuck you. And then he looks over at Brock and just turns around. To, it wants nothing to do with Brock. Brock right. was a Division One football player. Right. And that was it. But it, it cracked me. Like, it's completely stopped him yelling at the kid. Right. It completely stopped Good. it right there. Good. That was it. But he, Helix uh, smoked him. I think they play Saints in that championship game. You're uh, But okay. I'll tell you this. Yeah. Uh, Dave, when I think back. I had every coach that I'm probably still friends with yeah. to this day yell at you in the middle of the game. Yeah, yeah I did. I mean, I, I appreciate Brock sticking up for the kid, but I guarantee the kid's probably it's, it's just part of the game. Yeah, but I I dig what Brock did. I'm not I'm not downplaying it, but yeah, I'm thinking about. It. I go fuck the coaches that I'm friends with today. Jesus Christ, they yelled at me every day. <laughs> but there was a part of it that if they hadn't, yeah, I feel like those guys saw some little glimmer in me. Yeah. When the counselors and the principal and everybody else didn't see shit, and I'm I'm incredibly loyal to those guys, incredibly thankful to those guys. Yeah. Okay, so here's my question. I was thinking about you last night. Is uh-huh. the the big division? Everyone else is going to figure out who the CIF champ is in different divisions next week. They had mm-hmm. the, the main division, the open division, was last night. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, all right, who is Jeff rooting for? You mm. got you got Tory Pines. Fuck no. Against Cathedral. <laughs> which is and if you know mike costa god dang does he talk about cathedral i cheer for believe. cathedral but yeah at the same time costa didn't send his kid to cathedral Mm-mm. yeah loves cathedral Meg didn't want to do that yeah <laughs> sure was a make idea anyway so i was thinking oh, who the fuck is jeff rooting for i know he hates tory pines yeah i cheer for cathedral yeah well you got your wish they Good. pulled Tory- off the, they pulled off the upset tory Good. was number one the entire year and then they shit the bed in the last game yeah of course they do <laughs> they're cardinal and gold <laughs> fuck tory they great, yeah. yeah. Twenty five years yeah. later, you still fucking hate Tory. Exactly, you always hate Tory. Exactly right. Um, yeah. I was just curious about it. Speaking of, I know we always we see him at high school games and college and and pro games. Bob Petnick ran into him. Today. Oh yeah, couldn't have been nicer. Might be the nicest guy of the day for me today. By the way, he was Dude. an extremely extremely nice guy. Yeah, people are good, man. Yeah, they, a, they, they are. The people have been outstanding through this whole process. I. We have we were lucky enough that we have people that listen to the show that couldn't be nicer. Number one, right. obviously, I got friends like you and Mike and so many other people that people don't know that aren't on the radio that couldn't be nicer. I don't know how people get through it, dude. Without uh, without the support we've had, it's tough, man. I'm telling you, it's tough, and and you just go, yeah, you just it's really every day. I think Hank nailed it. Yeah, I mean, I really do. I th- I think there's a part of it where you go, um, does it get better? Uh, no. Does it get manageable? Maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm looking but, for. But I think I think a lot of that's dependent on you. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And, and David goes back to your coaching background with all these kids. And you go, well, yeah, I mean, it can become manageable, but it's not just going to fall on your lap. You're going to have to find a way to make it that as an individual and as a family and as a dad. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I just think what it does is uh, what what I would try to do is think about Jake was such a unique guy that he would be like, what would he be saying? If he had the chance to just swing in for a 10-minute visit and be like, all right, look, sit yeah. down. This is what you're going to do moving forward. 
Okay, I got ten minutes. This is what I got to get off my. I chest. don't know. You know, it's funny you say that, man. I've I've thought about everything in every different scenario. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, I understand the religious people will say he's in a better place. No, that's hard for me to deal with right now. I told you yeah. that last week. It's it's hard for me to deal with right now in my mind to comprehend. You don't have that. to. I'll I'll speak uh, on your behalf. Bullshit. His better place was here. That's where he'd want to be. Would be right here. Right. You know that that that's it. And people say, I you know, I bet you his grandmother's cooking for him, and she's holding him. And I was like, well, that's that, that would last three minutes with Jake. Then he wants to move on. Right. He'd be hanging out with us because he liked hanging out with us. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But that's that's hard for me. I, I, one of the things I was thinking about a lot today was how is it that I've coached all these hundreds and hundreds of kids? Uh-huh. My wife's head of child development for a school right. district. Hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of kids over the years. And yet, out of all those kids, this is the first one we can remember that that one didn't make it where they passed away. Yeah. And going to happen to be ours. Yeah, you can make yourself crazy doing that game. The only thing, and and this is only for me, this is not directed at you, Rita, Josh, anybody, and anybody in this audience that knew him. The only thing I'm doing is being incredibly thankful that I knew him. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I like yeah. the fact that you said you went from being a kid to becoming your friend. He was my friend. friend. Yeah, yep, I mean it sincerely. And Sean Walchuff was kind of saying the same thing to me. He said when you guys went out to in September, yeah, you guys, it was just you guys. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He goes, Dude, we laughed and had a great time. And he, he was you great. guys did because he called me and told me. Yeah, we had a uh, we had a great time. And but that's just it is it's with the charity and the charity is important to do it right and we will do it right and people are stoked and and that's how we're gonna do it. Yeah, it, it's a little bit. Um, if you've seen the footage from Paradise or Malibu or wherever the case may be, where there's a disaster. Yeah. And you slowly have to start stick by stick, right? Brick by brick. Yeah. Starting to put it back and and figure it out. But I'm telling you, I believe it, when we sit here a year from tonight, um, we will miss him greatly, but I feel like we will have done some things in his name that will make your family really proud. Yeah, I agree and with that. that. Uh, and I think would make him really proud. Yeah, um, I, I, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking forward to that. When I start seeing progress in that direction, I think it will make me feel a lot better. Right. Through the whole thing. And so now we just got to go. I mean, Dave, Yeah. think about it. You got, you had your birthday thanksgiving yeah christmas and then all of a sudden here comes new year's eve again yeah right because new year's eve turns into new year's day and new year's day is when you go well shit now here we are one year later after everything um and you just go well fuck i guess we just got to pick ourselves up and get after it yep i'll tell you what i'll tell you the other thing um you know lisa ann yeah called the other day she called you the other day? Yeah. She How called cool is that? And she said... Uh, did you send it to voicemail or did you pick it up? Well, she said... Uh, <laughs> she said, I'm having a little trouble with my printer, but I have two guys coming over to help me out. And I go, okay. Because she's like, you know, you're way down there and yeah. I'm up here in Los Angeles. And the next thing you know, you see this video out. <laughs> and I was like, now what in the fuck is this? Bullshit. I'm like, my God, don't come up. Just be there for Dave. I've got two guys coming over to fix the printer. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I just got my new red dress. 
I was going to take a bath <laughs> with these two guys in jeans and wife beaters and say they're going to fix my printer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dave, I'll tell, you the, I'll tell you this. Her phone was off for about five hours, and I talked to her. I was like, is the printer fixed? And guess what she said? What? <laughs> what printer? Yes. I was like, shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn There's it! Nothing funnier. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than you, me, or Josh, our friend Lisa Ann. If any of you follow her on social media, she continues to be active. Yes, in her other role, and she'll put like a screen clip up, right? And either I'll send it to Dave, yeah. or I'll send it to Josh. I was gonna send it to Josh on social media. And be like, hey, Josh, Lisa Ann called. The printer's not working, but she said these two guys will fix it. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's always one guy sending it to the other two with, I wonder how this is going to end. Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't know. Oh, that's so damn funny, man. Yeah, oh, my gosh. funny. But uh, no, man, it's just like, we'll uh, we'll do some stuff. And we'll we'll get it together and and it, off you it's, go. It's gonna be great. Someone uh, stopped me by the way at the the Helix um, East Lake game. And the guy had yeah. to be about fifty five years old, and okay. he, he just turns to Josh and he goes, "Did your dad really know Lisa Ann?" And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "He knows yeah, Lisa Ann." How do you know Lisa Ann? And he just all he did is take his hand and just put it right over his face and just hold it against his face, like just couldn't get over it. I go, "Yeah, did stick there, yeah, the old pervert." That, <laughs> I go. She's going to be in the garage in December, but the thing is I'm not telling anyone when that show is because it's going to be like Comic-Con outside on my sidewalk all of a sudden. I have a question for you. When uh, I think the last guest we had in the garage was Scott Kaplan and Rita made him meatloaf. That's true. Will she make meatloaf for Lisa Ann? (laughs) Will Will she make meatloaf for Lisa Ann? That is funny. And no joke, she has no idea who she is. My wife has no idea, which is funny as shit. Yeah. Because one of her coworkers the other day came over to the house and she, she brought up her name. And she goes, it is funny as shit. She goes, everyone in the office knows who she is, but your right. wife has no idea who she is. None. Yeah. Yeah, none of her, hey, I'll have pasta and Italian sauce. Save the jokes, okay? <laughs> no sausage jokes, for Christ's sake. All right? Let's try to keep it above board here for crying out <laughs> we loud. We never keep it above Rita. board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I have a great... Yeah. I have a great uh, documentary, Dave. It's on CNN, and it's called The Last Days. Okay. And it is a look inside the White House with about five people from President Obama's team, and it starts the night of the election and then takes you through the final couple weeks of transition before Trump takes over. Oh, really? It's really wild. Like, to go... I I love... And really, it's no reflection if you're Republican or Democrat. It's really not. But to get behind the scenes like of that. the White I'm House. I'm always curious to know how they do the changeover. Offices are so small, but they follow yeah. like um, they follow Valerie Jarrett. They follow the chief of staff for the first lady. They follow the speechwriter, the press secretary, all these different people. Isn't everything done during the inaugur- inauguration? Yeah, but, uh, but I'm saying, Dave, okay. this is, it takes place from... 
the day after the election in November. Okay. And it's kind of those couple months leading up. It's not so much. Oh, yeah. Everything. When the when the family. Yeah. I mean, it's like NASCAR changing the right, tires, like super fast. Changes everything out. All your stuff's out and all their stuff's in. Yeah. So that, yeah, they come back and everything's moved in. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I love to see that. But the documentary is really, really good. It's on CNN now, you said? I saw it. It was called The Last Days. It might be on demand, but if you see it, maybe one of those Net- yeah. on Netflix or, or Hulu, one of those. But really, really good if you like inside the White House. But it's so wild. Like the chief speechwriter. Yeah. God damn, his office is about a quarter of the size of the garage. Really? And the ceiling's about seven feet tall he's like yeah the oval office is directly above us is it one of those deals where um he's in the office by himself or does he have other writers in the room with him he he's his office is by himself but it's funny he shows like it's him and like five other people they're writing the thanksgiving day yeah you know when they pardon the two turkeys so they're just sitting there bullshitting like writing one-liners Look like uh, a like like, Kimmel's group. Yeah, exactly. Same type thing. And they're just hanging out and throwing one liners. But it's I don't know. I love full access to the White House. Yeah. stuff. I love all that. Did I you bet- see uh, Michelle Obama last week on Kimmel? She said uh, something that was interesting I, that I never knew. I had no I idea that the president of the United States has to buy his own food. What? Yeah. She said that's the way it goes. So let's say here's what we want to eat. You know, we want. Hot dogs, we want steak, we want, you know, can of beans, whatever the hell. Okay. Then they send you a bill. Then you have to pay it. So that you get, basically, you get a free place to stay, which okay. is the White House, and you get free staff. Yeah. But anything. 200 grand a year. Yeah. Anything you eat, you basically, you have to pay your own grocery bill. That's the weirdest thing. It's Yeah. It didn't seem bizarre. Yeah. yeah like she, very bizarre. She said, you learn your lesson where you're like, hey, man, I really love those peaches we had in like South Carolina at the time. We want those. Okay, well, next thing you know, there's a $500 peach. Yeah. She goes, <laughs> everyone's yeah. like, hey, what the fuck? What are we doing? Yeah, we're eating Smuckers Shit. out of the jar from now on. You know, <laughs> yeah. we're doing this. But it was it was kind of surprising. I had no idea that the why president of the United that? States has to pay their own grocery bill. Yeah, why are we doing that? It how seems how bizarre, isn't it? We? Yeah, it seems really dumb. Yeah. Uh, that's what it seems like to me. But uh, that, that, Go ahead. What are you going to say next? Because I got a baseball thing I want to throw at you. Um, I'm just going to say politics to the most famous person I know our friend Katie Temple on Inside San Diego Sports, what they do on Fox Sports San Diego, the Pomerantz show. Interesting is they look back at G versus E. I, here's what I can't figure out. Okay. And you drive by that property as much as I do. God damn, they feel like they're going to they're gonna put a lot of shit in there. Yeah. Right? I mean, like where you go, I, I mean, I get it. It's a big parking lot. You have the whole area. But you have that, like the the trolley doesn't run parallel. The trolley kind of cuts through at a weird angle. Yeah. Which kind of fucks up that parking lot, the whole deal. It looks like they're making it so the only way to get in is going to be through the trolley. Right? I just, it looks like, Dave, like they have every square inch covered. Yeah. And they're talking about, oh, we're going to do the riverfront park, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do the stadium, and we're going to have housing. We're going to have campus and we're gonna have hotel and we're and like where yeah where the fuck is all this going i guess you just build straight up right i guess you do i well, i wouldn't want housing right there you know what i mean i wouldn't work seriously yeah i mean the people who, who live in those uh, apartments and condos already on fryers are upset 
Anyway, oh, it's going to be interesting. I think the way they're going to do it, Jeff, is that they're going to rely on that that trolley system nonstop. That you're going to have to park like when you used to take the trolley in for charger uh-huh. games. You have to find somewhere to park your car, and then you're going to trolley it in. There's going to yeah, but I mean, man, parking and yeah, no tailgate. No, I mean, you're never going to tailgate. Tailgate days are over. Tailgate days are over for college football. And but I just I look at that and I go, okay, well I'm glad G won. And you go, yeah, this is going to be cool. But holy shit, man. Like every square inch of that parking lot is going to be accounted for. When are they going to tear down Qualcomm Stadium? Uh, the the belief is that they'll play the first game in 2022, right? So okay. in 2022, they'd rip Qualcomm down. Wow. I used to say, I think you agreed with me on this one too, is that when it finally comes down, you kind of be sad. Both, but for now, that and Valley View Arena. Yeah, but now everybody says that Qualcomm really is such a dump that it, it needs to just go. It's just right now, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, it doesn't change though. It it is. I mean, we talked about uh, how fun it would be to do a couple Padre games over yeah. there, and then you really hear you go, yeah. On paper, it sounds great. In theory, in you know, realistically, it makes zero sense. Yeah, because the building is just it's terrible. But, yeah, no, man, Dave, when it goes, because Charger Game, Aztec Game, concerts, Padres, and whatever else you've done there, million things there. Yeah. And I've always loved it. We were, I don't know when we fell out of love with that place. Maybe when Petco opened, right? Isn't that about the time? Yeah, Because before right. that, it was the Murph or the Q or all those things. And we still loved it, yeah. even though it was a shithole. We loved it. And then once Petco opened, then it was like, oh, God Yeah, damn. you saw the difference. Yeah. It was like Uncle Roy. Yeah. Get that fucker out of here. I've got to go. But, yeah, I'll miss that. I will miss the arena as well for a lot of great things I've been in the building for at the arena. If we ever get a new arena. If they ever get it. a new arena. Yeah. yeah. No, that is absolutely right. I was going to ask you about baseball because mm-hmm. of Bryce Harper. Because I know as dumb as this sounds for the last week when people bring up Harper's name and Machado's name. Mm-hmm. The fact now that Bryce Harper's here in San Diego for three days on the Padres' dime is kind of interesting. What's he doing here? Well, supposedly he's talking contract. That he's talking to the he's talking to the Padres. Huh? So th- that's the story today. Is that as you're sitting there talking to Carl, fucking yeah. Bryce Harper's at Petco Park. The talk, the talk, the rumor is that Bryce Harper's in town on the Padres' dime, talking about the possibility of becoming a San Diego Padre. Could you imagine and, that? Well, that's what I want to ask you because he said yesterday or two days ago, is whoever said it for him, that he's not taking less than $350 million for 10 years, 35, okay. $35 million a year, which yep. is not crazy money. I mean, you nope. got to think that's what Kershaw is getting right now, and he's definitely not earning that $35 million. Right. He's on, on his way down. You look at Harper, he's 26 years old. Go get him. So here's the deal with a couple of these guys because you look at Harper's money. Okay. Let's say he gets a three fifty, and you also have, let's say Machado is going to ask for the same exact money. I talked to a guy with the Dodgers today who told okay. me the Dodgers have zero interest in signing Machado mm-hmm. said, he's just not a $350 guy, $350 million guy. He's not what they thought he was. Number one, two was the hustling thing was a big deal, not only for the Dodgers, but for other teams as you're hearing now too, you want a guy, it's one of the same guy I was talking to, saying what the Padres need to do is trade Will Myers. I said, who's going to take him? Yeah. And I go, you know, go, well, we've uh, been around Will Myers a few times because the Dodgers and Padres are obviously in the same division. He goes, he's a bad dude. And I said, what do you mean? He has no interest in the game. Mm-hmm. He has no interest in wins and losses with Will Myers. And I said, I go, yeah, people in San Diego figure that out too. Unfortunately, you can't trade him now because everybody seems to know that. Yeah. 
So anyway, he's sitting there saying, um, Bryce Harper. I said, what do you think? And he, he, his opinion was not worth that money. He goes, there's one guy worth the money. It's Mike Trout. Mm. But no one's worth that money. But the Padres are in a different situation, I think, Jeff. You, you tell mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. If they send Bryce Harper today mm-hmm. and he's playing next year, they still aren't winning the division, okay? Bryce Harper had much better talent around him with the Nationals, and they didn't win the division last year. I mean, he had Strasburg, and he had, you know, Scherzer. You know, you know, Scherzer. He has Cy Young Award guys. But in a few years, maybe he is that right guy surrounded mm-hmm. by the guys as they mature. Maybe it's not the worst deal, and people say, oh, we have an outfield problem. You don't have an outfield problem. You have more than three guys yeah. that can play outfield, but they aren't guys that anyone else in fucking baseball wants. You don't True. have an outfield problem. True. Okay? I'm sorry. You can tell me about Frenchie Cordero all you want. I like him, too. But guess what? He wouldn't start for the Dodgers. No. You know? And so you don't have an outfield problem. Having Bryce Harper and Mike Trout – and four other Mookie Betts and four other guys. That's an outfield problem. Yeah. You don't have an outfield problem. Yeah. So, but as as crazy as it sounds, and I'm not sure Harper's coming here. I do know he got married here. He'd like San Diego enough where he got married here God, at the, at the Mormon Church. But if you had Harper with those young guys that Huge. you talk about, I, I don't think that's a bad signing. I think it's it's worth the money. He's yeah. he's he's the guy, right? Yeah, he would be the guy. I I I think some of you are absolutely insane when you look at Syndergaard. And thinking that you're going to get Syndergaard for Renfro and Margot and Spangenberg. Look at it from the other side. The Mets aren't doing that shit. Yeah, they want Mackenzie Gore. They want Tatis and they want the the big guys. Yeah, the names I saw today on the Mets side was Chris Paddock. Yes. Fernando Tatis. Yes. uh, Mejia the catcher and Logan Allen the pitcher. They have to sell it back to their fan base too, dipshits. Right. (laughs) What the hell's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm not even getting close to that deal. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not flipping Paddock for anybody unless you're like, well, Paddock already had Tommy John surgery and we feel like because of his delivery he's going to break down again. Maybe you look at him. I'm just saying why you would flip him. But Dave, that's who I'm coming after. I got to get one of your guys. You're not going to give me Anderson Espinosa. I'm not doing that. You got to give me for Syndergaard. You're going to give me Gore or Paddock, and you're giving me Tatis. Yeah. Right, or Urias, but I want Tatis. I mean, come on. Exactly. I'm giving you a stud, and that's what you're giving me. I don't want... Yeah, I don't need to take Hunter Renfro. Fuck that. I'm not taking Will Myers. No, you're talking about getting arguably one of the top five pitchers in the National League. So that's why, um, like, for me, I would go, yeah, go get another guy like you like you had with Hosmer and go get Bryce Harper and then move a couple <clears throat> of those guys off and clear some space. I think it would be great. But, but yeah, I mean, if you think you're getting Syndergaard for one of your – you know, prospects from 11 to 29 because, yeah. you know, this isn't the Freddie Galvis trade. It's not going to work that way. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think this town would freak out. Oh, all of baseball you, would freak out. All of a sudden, the Padres become a team that you're looking yeah. at just by having Bryce Harper there. The Padres right now are the Sacramento Kings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're in the league, but nobody else pays attention to them yeah. unless they live in Sacramento. Right. Uh, I kind of look at that like uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Well, you got, uh, I mean, New Orleans Pelicans are, I mean, you have Anthony Davis, but you go, okay. Anthony Davis leaves after this year. You're never looking at New Orleans again. Nope. I was watching San Antonio tonight. My son wanted to watch the Warriors game. We're watching San Antonio and uh, Spurs win that game. But like DeMar DeRozan. Spurs beat the Warriors? Yeah. God dang, the Warriors just got swept through Texas, huh? Yeah. 
Holy yeah. shit. Oh, my son was freaking out. Do you see that Not kid enough. in Dallas crying his head off? Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where's his jersey? Balling? Come on, Dad. Get your shit together, okay? TV cameras are on. They can see your kid crying. Holy shit. <laughs> Not like his beta died. <laughs> but, um, I, Dave, I, I just look at it and go, yeah, fuck it. Do yeah. it, man. Make it happen. But... I don't know. There's a part of me where you go, yeah, I like even being mentioned. I got two other baseball notes for you. Um, uh, in, in both revolving around the Mets. Our friend Josh Lewin leaving the radio booth for the New York Mets. Yes. Uh, we'll be in the garage. Our friend Glenn Geffner coming in hot. I've been hearing that for a long time. I got gotcha. you. Been a little crazy around here. Well, Glenn, why don't you come in first and beat him to the punch? I'd love it. Boy, Josh Lewin, so good on football. Doing UCLA football yesterday. I'm sorry, Matt Money Smith might be a nice guy. Holy shit, is he awful? Told you. Terrible NFL announcer. Told you. Yeah. And Lewin. Nothing. I'm and, and here's what's about Matt Money Smith. Like I said last year, that's what I would sound like if I did play by play. I'm not a play by play guy. I would no. sound like that. Ter- uh, monotone. Market, yeah, market one. Boring. Oh fuck. Fuck you and market one. So horseshit. Oh, Keenan Allen. Like, it's so fake. He sounds like he should be doing uh, championship wrestling <laughs> at the, you know, four yeah. point in uh, Temecula. That's funny as shit. It's terrible. But how about that dickhead John Maffey? John Maffey. I didn't see it. What happened? John Maffey was the only guy that uh, didn't vote for Jacob deGrom. For the, uh, only guy? He didn't vote him number one. Who did he vote? He voted Scherzer. Because he said, uh, well, I talked to Randy Jones, and Randy said it's all about wins. Look, if you got to go to fucking Randy Jones, you don't deserve the vote. Yeah. Right? If you can't make the call, then you don't deserve the vote. And here's the other wins thing. Wins are, because it's 100% not about wins. Wins have nothing to do with how good of a pitcher you are. Right. I mean, yeah, you're getting, Felix Hernandez won it a few years ago. I think he had a 500 record or John, was one ahead. John's the same asshole who didn't put Yasiel Puig on yeah. his rookie of the year ballot. John Maffey's a big fucking dipshit. And, and somebody in this town is going to figure it out. Big fucking dipshit. Fucking idiot, man. And the guy, and now look. Why did he put it on Randy? What do you think Randy Jones is thinking? Shit. shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Holy shit. Like, like saying the uh, the American League MVP. Well, I didn't vote for uh, Mike Trout because it's about wins. And you go, well, uh, uh, an everyday eight's not directly impacted in wins. Holy fuck, the guy's ERA was under two. Yeah. And and I get it. he voted Scherzer one, Degrom two, but he's the same fucking asshole who put Jed Jerko on his Rookie of the Year ballot ahead of Puig, and Shelby Miller. Right, a couple other guys. John's a fucking dipshit. Jesus Christ, just say what it is. He's so happy to get the attention, I guarantee you. But if you don't have, if you can't figure it out on your own, then you shouldn't be voting. What year did Randy win? 76? Okay, so he had 14 losses that year. How many wins? 22. That's a lot of fucking losses for a Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, it's crazy, though. How many innings did he pitch? Does it show? Yeah, of course it does. Uh, 315. How about that That's shit, That's insane. Dave? That's crazy shit right there. 315. Yeah. Throwing- then, then his career went right in the shitter after that. Dude, he was one, 147 the next year. He was burnt out. Yeah. Fucking throwing that big 81-mile-an-hour yeah. fastball blew his arm up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Look, I love Randy. 
But if you're John Maffey... And well, you hold have, on. One last question. How old do you think Randy was when he retired? Oh, that's a great question. 32? 32. Yeah. That's ridiculous. We're yeah. talking about paying Bryce Harper. He's 36 right now. Yeah, but Randy's elbow... I was here. Yeah. I remember that. Elbow was all fucked up. Well, his up. last year at the Pods was when he was 30. It was in, in, in 1980. He finished okay. with the Mets. Went to the Mets. Yeah, pitched yeah. 59 innings and then pitched uh, 107. Then he was fucked up. That arm bad. was just fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, because he threw went 315 innings in yeah. 1976. Hum, babe. <laughs> but um, I want to go back to Josh yeah, Lewin. Go ahead. But Josh Lewin leaving the Mets, um, and now he's saying that he has a new job coming. Yes. So, and he said it's better for his family. Okay, do you want me to guess? Yeah, where do you think he's going? Okay, first I was thinking it was the Angels, but I don't. I don't think it's the Angels. I wish they'd get rid of Terry Smith. And yeah. Terry Smith has been a guest on the show a million times. I'm done with Terry Smith. Yeah. I think he's replacing Charlie Steiner. That would be fucking great. That's my guess. That but, would be fucking Am I crazy great. for thinking that? Which way are you going? Well, it's Mark Chernoff, who in CBS Radio. They changed. The Mets changed uh, groups. Yeah, but they're, but yeah. they're part of CBS. Yeah. Now, Chernoff apparently played a big part in maybe Louis be Josh being out. And what I read yesterday in the Daily News was the turnoff may have helped Josh find his new spot. Okay. So the only thing that I look at is 830 is independently owned by the Angels. Yeah. So I don't know that Chernoff would make that call. Um, Charlie Steiner. Got, I, he got criticized like crazy this year. Terrible. He was terrible. That would be a great call. Lewin would be really, really good there for the really good. Shit, that would make a huge impact. I, I thought the Angels. You're thinking Angels too? It was the first one. But um, it wouldn't shock me if he went back to the Rangers. Wow. Because he said it's a good move for his family. Now, I don't know. I know Josh lives in Solana Beach, but I feel like he still has family in Texas. So Eric Nadell's been doing Ranger games forever. Now, Josh was the TV voice of the Rangers, and they kind of dicked him around yeah. on that. Didn't Nolan Ryan have something to do with that? Mm, Might have been. Yeah. Might have been. But I'm I'm just telling you, Dave, he is so good he is. calling football. And going back to what Hank Bauer, sitting at Petco Park, Dave Sims had interviewed for that job. few other people had interviewed for that job. Dan Rowe came here and was terrible. Yeah. And I talked to Hank. Hank had been working with a bunch of guys. And Hank fucking nailed it. He goes... uh, he goes, I think Josh Lewin's going to be the guy. And I said, really? He's a baseball guy. And Hank, I will never forget it, looked at me. He goes, dude, I'm telling you, you will fucking love him. And Hank was exactly right. And I said to Hank for years, he goes, he goes, it was funny, man. I knew listening like different people, but he goes, yeah. he goes, I just knew you would love him. And he's spot on. And by the way, one amazing guy to, to be at uh, Jake's memorial. That meant the world to me. That so, was really cool. I had people yesterday ask and say, where's Lewin going? I will tell you this, and I know you're the same way. I will never bug a guy. Yeah. When it becomes public, we will congratulate him. That's I don't I don't want to be that guy. I know you don't want to be no. that guy. So we're gonna let that situation <clears throat> I and by the way, I haven't bugged Geffner. I haven't bugged anybody else that probably knows. People in really tight in Josh's circle will not bug any of those guys. Because I, I don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. When the story comes out, I'll be thrilled for yeah. it. Yeah.
but God, Dave, that would be really I do great. hope it's one of those Angels or Dodgers. Someone asked me today if it was the Pods. I said, where would he go with the Pods? No way it's the Pods. Yeah, no, uh, Ted and, yeah, no. It's not the Padres. Nope, not going there. And then, like, I'm trying to think. God, Giants. I don't know if he could go to the, I don't think he's going to the Giants, the A's, you know, something like that. I'd like to see him on the West Coast. Uh, Diamondbacks? Yeah. God dang it. I, I don't think so. I, I don't know. I'm going to go Dodgers. I'm still going to say Dodgers. Makes sense family-wise. UCLA, Dodgers, obviously same city. Seems like everything's just easier. But it's got to be somebody that I would think had ties to CBS Radio <clears throat> because it kind of falls under that umbrella. Hmm. I don't know, but... How old do you think Mark Chernoff is? I have no idea. You brought his name up. I'm guessing. Did you look it up? I tried to. I can't find it. You know who his son is, right? His son's the general manager of the Indians. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's 37. So I'm trying to think, because I'm thinking, why the hell does his dad still do that job? Great job. Yeah. Probably a seven-figure-a-year job. Yeah. But, um, but I'm thrilled for Lewin. Yes. I don't know. Mid-60s? Yeah. Anyway, be. He's been there for forever. But, so, uh, man, I hope it uh, it'll work out good. He sounds excited for it, so good it will work out. They love him up in New York. To, yeah, that's what I'm saying. To give up a big team like the Mets and say, I'm, I'm going to sit there and move somewhere else, then good for he him. He replaced our guy Wayne Hagen. That's right. Dave, I had to go. Now, I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll go back to New York. Maybe I won't. How's Julie? Dave, you be good. Have you seen Glenn Geffner? Hell of a guy. Great announcer. A lot better than Jeff Kingery. <laughs> I'm laughing right now because I know Glenn Geffner when he hears this is going to laugh his ass off. Glenn, Jeff was a major league announcer and his home run call was, it's gone and it ain't coming back, please. <laughs> you don't hear that out of Alan Horton. He's an NBA announcer. That's what you hear in the goddamn G League, Dave, please. All right, well, I got to go. I got to shift tonight at Discount Tire. Come on by. <laughs> sucks. He's such a good guy, man. I love him. What's he doing now? No joke. Dave, I'm doing a uh, cruise ship. I'm doing sleight of hand magic. <laughs> You're a dick. Oh, you a dick. Now, this He's is... San Diego State guy. I know. Played with Tony Gwynn. My God, what a hell of a human being, huh? They take, they, Dave, my heart breaks for your loss. <laughs> Is he the pal pal guy? What? Not my pal? No, that's Tom Brenneman. Oh, that's right. Damn it. No, I never said that. Dave, I got along with everybody. I got fucked on that Todd Helton comment. <laughs> you did. You did get fucked on that one. If he never said anything about Todd Helton, he'd still be in baseball right now because he was really good. Well, I'll tell you another guy. Fuck John Rooney. John Rooney fucked me in St. Louis. But Jeff Kingery, please. Come on and it ain't coming back. Come on. We're on KOA. The 50,000 watt station for crying out loud, please. Dave, I got to. It is one of my favorite things that people do. What's that? Is, is when other baseball play-by-play guys rip other baseball play-by-play guys. They, almost all of them do it. Yeah. They ripped the shit out of each other. Yeah. It's but, so funny to but me. But you're not supposed to repeat it on a podcast. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Here's uh, the Wayne's deal. great. Here's the funny thing. If your call actually stood, all right? Because yeah. you got the greatest home run call of all time. No one is ripping <clears throat> your call. No. Nobody is. 
Dude, they'd be afraid to Swing and a drive. Back to the wall, Harper. You can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> See, no one's challenging that. No. Did you hear Jeff calling games? You can get the fuck out of here. What the hell happened? I like it. <laughs> That's what he would say. But I would stay with my call. Adios. I did that for Galarraga and Castillo. For the English-speaking fellas. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I always say, Hagen, Coach, any of those guys that we that I do, yeah. they're just guys that I fucking love those guys. I just love those guys. They're so great to me. Yeah, I never... They'll probably hate me now. You could do a roundtable on this thing. I'll just set up the different mics. You just move around. You could do yourself interviewing Tom Brenneman, hey, my buddy, pal. and Quintera, and just going around. Yeah. Hey, my buddy. Fuck. <laughs> Is he the one that told you you're going to be dead in a year? Yeah. <laughs> Don't Tom. Hey, think I'm taking a job at Sporting News Radio. Good for you. I think I'm going to live in Wrigleyville. You'll be dead in a year. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Town's great. Um, so, yeah, fuck it. That's it. Oh, I love my all gosh. Those guys. But uh, I'm so stoked for Loon. So, Josh yeah. will be here, but but we'll let, we'll let the dust settle. That's awesome. He That's should come cool. down here and announce it. Yeah, that would be really cool. If he wants to. He's got an open invite. God damn, he's good. Yeah. I just, uh, I was listening to him to UCLA, yeah. and it's David's no bullshit. It's just, I was listening to him. God damn. Yeah, he should be back in the NFL. I saw a char- Much better than Brent. He should be doing Raider games. Dude, no shit. Brent is awful. He is. God, did the Raiders make any good decisions this whole fucking year? Holy no, cow. and then they win today. Yeah, they couldn't even lose. God. No, they don't even have the number one pick in the draft. No, they're like fourth. No, they fucked it up. I mean, the Cardinals are the only team that really you have to lose to. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. Why doesn't Gruden go to the kicker and go, look, asshole, I will guarantee you a spot next year if you fucking shank this. Right. Ah. Dick. Stupid. God, they're so fucking dumb. (laughs) Fucking Raiders. All right. So, hey, I want to mention the guys over at TaylorMade Pools. If you follow Alan Taylor, you see he's been busy as hell. I told you guys to call him because guess what? This is a busy time of the year trying to get everything ready for the summer so you have that perfect pool ready to go. Now is the right time to be thinking about that brand new, brand new pool because when the weather comes about, everything is going to be good. You call Alan Taylor at 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. 20 years in San Diego, Taylor made pools, full remodels, commercial or residential, new equipment repairs. And don't forget, tell him bring the dogs. He has the best dogs going. Those two boxers that he has running around, when you have cash and chaos with them yeah. <laughs> at every single job, Alan Taylor, great guy, and will do a great job with your brand new pool. Could there be a better Christmas present, Hanukkah gift, no Dave, than a new pool Absolutely. from TaylorMade Pool? And here's the great news. If you get a pool from TaylorMade Pools right now, uh, minimum purchase, $100,000, we're going to throw in two of the TaylorMade Dave and Jeff shirts. <laughs> Perfect. I thought you're going to guarantee Lee Sand will be the first one to swim in it. No, Vera will. Okay. Nice. Don't worry. The filters will take out any. Oh, jeez. You shut up. You shut your mouth. I was going to say a filter will take out any bugs that come from the local landscape area. But no, uh, God damn, they look so nice. 
And even right now, kind of a chilly fall day, which is yeah. funny considering I was in Toronto a week ago f- turning my fucking grapefruits into raisins. <laughs> Man, shit, you can still have a nice pool. Yes. And the pools that they do at TaylorMade Pools, absolutely fantastic. I agree. Good deal. Don't forget about Daniel Tyler at Superior Fence Company. Again, been in business since 2005, doing great things up in the North County, but it'll go all over San Diego County to make sure you have the perfect fence, perfect gates. Don't forget, Daniel's number is 760-745-4846, 760-745-4846. Free estimates, even on Saturdays, A-plus rating with BBB, fully licensed and insured. Don't forget on the website at San Diego Superior Fence.com. Love what it does to increase the value of your property because now all of a sudden that outer parameter is safe. It's secure. And if yeah. you have stuff out, tell you the other thing that is very, very nice when you have a fence that Dan built. Yeah. None of these motherfuckers sneaking up to your porch stealing your gifts from Amazon. Bullshit. Because when you mentioned the Dave and Jeff special, if anybody touches that door that shouldn't, they'll get 10,000 electrical volts right through their hand that may kill them on the spot. Again, all you got to do is mention Dave and Jeff, and then uh, we'll put you in contact with the lawyer in blue jeans as well. But no, I'm telling you, man, I fucking hate shit like that. When people yeah. violate your private space and you. then do all those kind of things, man, you get one of those fences put up from San Diego, from uh, Superior Fence and have Dan do it. You know that if you're gone for the day, your stuff's going to be fine, whether it's a package being delivered or anything else in your yard. You you deserve that, man. You work too hard. Call Dan. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. All right. Also, don't forget about Brian Curry. He's uh, the guy in San Diego when it comes to real estate all over San Diego County for the last 20 years, winning a ton of awards, certified negotiation specialist, a member of the Council of Residential Specialists, and don't forget he's also a military guy. There's so many reasons why Brian Curry is the guy you should call because he makes a living doing this. And so many of your friends that don't make a living doing this will say, hey, guess what? I have a real estate license. He's the guy that knows what he's doing. He's going to get mm-hmm. the most for your property. He's going to help you get into a brand new property, whether you're looking to upgrade or downsize. Brian's number is 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Boy, I've determined where I'm going to move, and I broke the news really? to my kids the, the other night. Oh, broke the news? That means it's not good. Nope. Coronado. You're going to Coronado. Nice. Is there anywhere better than Coronado? You know what I love about it is you can just walk the streets at night. Like, you just, and I'm not doing what that You could dip- get an ice cream for about $17. Right. <laughs> I'm not doing what that dipshit Orsillo did. Yeah. Moving to North IB. I mean, I'm talking about living you're in the village. You're pulling the case. You're, you're talking about your living. Right. Got it. Right by night and day. Yeah. About two o'clock in the morning, right? I take uh, whoever on a Danny's. And we just start walking yeah. down, uh, I guess we'd be going east, be my guest, down Orange Avenue. We're just going to go to Night Day Cafe, get nice. you a chicken fried steak for your birthday, Dave. Come <laughs> on over. Thank you very much. Come on over. <laughs> so that's what you told them? Yeah. Going to I'm Coronado? Like, yeah. And then they're like, oh, you know, it's kind of expensive here. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I might not be coming to Coronado, but God damn. That, you know, I always tell you neighborhoods don't go. Yeah. Shit, that would be the one neighborhood. I... Fuck La Jolla. La Jolla is overrated. La Jolla is overrated. La Jolla is Everything's ab- too far from the freeway. Right. But there's nothing overrated about Coronado. The I'm, funniest I'm thing about Coronado is they have a Sinclair gas station. Like, the only place you see there is, like, Delaware. There's Sinclair gas. It's in Coronado. I don't know. Laz likes it, so they put one in. Yeah, but, I mean, you got a Burger Lounge. You got a Vons. What else you got over there? Got everything you need. You're set. The Dell. It's beautiful over there. Yeah. Great, safe for the kids, school's yeah. great, everything. That would be the place. You told your kids they're going to be Islanders? 
Yeah. Yeah. God, can you think of anything better? No. No? If you can afford it, good for you. Yeah, we were there. We went out there the other night, and this amazingly beautiful middle-aged woman in front of us, we we're just going through the Vons, grabbing a couple of things, because we're just hanging out. And this woman's like, well, uh, you know, I'm in corn out. I love it, but um, you know, I wish I was here under better circumstances. So I go, you know, I mean, that's kind of a curious comment. So I go, wow, what happened? I mean, to end up here. She goes, I live in Malibu in our house. And my kids are like, whoa, she's got dough. Yes, your kids are smart. Like, yeah, she's hot. Yeah, she has rich people's problems. I she may have been the mother on growing pains. Really? Joanna, Joanna Kearns? Kearns? Yeah. <laughs> she may have been the mother. She may have been. If not, but just tell Brian Curry, put me where Joanna Kearns is hanging out. Yeah. He's gonna say, Well, she ain't fucking hanging out in City Heights, kiddo. She's hanging out in Coronado. Trees aren't on fire. Yeah. God damn. Then, yeah. <laughs> go to Coronado. That'd be your place. BC will hook you up. And you know the other thing that I like about BC hooking you up in Coronado? Yeah. There's a little bit of inside baseball. A lot of the real estate people down there, they're arrogant little fucks. And yeah. they're going to fucking try to take advantage of you. Not yeah. my man Brian Curry. No. Military. Nobody's going to talk shit to him. Not at all. Not, not if they want to have a good day. You get out of the way. Make sure there's fresh coffee in the pot so when BC comes down to close the deal, he's able to do it. That's Perfect. my guy. Yeah. All right. And last but not least, we're mentioning our good friend Kyle Fluger. Look what he's done for our website. He's the guy for your website as well. Help your business grow. Kyle's number is 619 500 Couldn't thank him enough. Absolutely. And look, if you're building a website, the website is all about your brand right now. Your brand is about your website yep. and works together. <clears throat> Kyle did two things for us. A, he designed the new logo, which I love. And B, he got us hooked up on Patreon. He took care of, I mean, he's really our webmaster. Yes, yes. And when you look at it, and what he's doing is he's putting a link to his business up. You're going to see it under sponsors, and you're going to have the chance to see. Dave, I haven't been on the website, so I hope it's up already. If it's not, it should be going up shortly. But it's going to give you an idea. If you're building a business, you need a website and a website that's effective. And if anybody knows what the old Dave and Jeff show page looked like compared to what it is now, it's night and day. I'm so proud of our website, and that is a 1,000% due to Kyle. Yeah, if you need help with your website or a brand or anything else, uh, he's the guy to call. It's up there. All you have to do is go to DaveAndJeffShow.com and click it, on it. It's and you can check it out, and he'll show you everything they do. Plus, you can see what Dan Tyler's doing. You can see what Alan's doing. Exactly you can right. see what Brian's doing. We even hooked up our friend Sean Walchef, who's done so much for us. Uh, all kinds of great things. And then coming up quickly will be our Jake's Projects link as well. Exactly right. Perfect. There we go. So tomorrow night we'll do another show. On uh, Tuesday night. I actually have... Uh, what the... F okay. What? Do not cuss at me. All maybe right. maybe you heard I lost a friend this year, okay? <laughs> Sorry for your problems. All you got to take advantage of that. Then I'm going to ask you who's going to win this game. The Monday night game That's is exactly the most exciting why game. Tomorrow night, I'm, I'm actually that was a big part of it because I figured for tomorrow night, you as a Rams fan, are you all? Are you still I'm, all in on I'm, the Rams? Right now, I'm all in on the Rams. I'm so pissed with the Raiders. I can't tell you. Uh, it was pretty funny. The Chargers fucked that game up today too. If, you know, it's funny. I was walking out with Marty. We both looked at each other and go, "Man, this felt like old time Charger football." Yeah. This is Philip Rivers threw for like 400 yards, and Case Keenum threw for 100, and the Chargers yeah. lose. Yeah. How the hell does that happen? We were shooting hoops in Carlsbad and they were up 
And all of a sudden, like the game ended, it's getting kind of chilly. We're packing up and I'm listening to the radio broadcast and like, well, that's one they gave away. And you're like, yeah. how the hell did they lose that game? Yeah. Like what happened to that defense? Fucking again, they, they cannot find a kicker. I will say this. Um, if Bosa you, did nothing, by the way. Bosa played today, did fucking nothing. Ingram did fucking nothing with Bosa in the lineup. You didn't even know he was out there. Yeah, Von Miller did okay. And huh? Corey Legit's hurt. I don't know the severity, but it looked like a blue injury. AC, okay, ACL yeah. is what I'm guessing. That's what they're leaning at. And uh, you missed Alex Smith today snapping his leg like Joe Theismann. So, I, 33 years to the, the day. day. yeah. And Joe was there. Say, fucking bad luck, Joe. Goddamn Joe. <laughs> but he's got clear prostate. And we love him for that. Friend, I love Joe. his hair looks fantastic. Joe does it. And he told Kathy Lee Crosby through his uh, accountant, hey, we're done. I, <laughs> Do you remember that line? He yes. broke up with her through his accountant. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win tomorrow night. Okay. Um, I, Why do people not like, I, I'm going to ask you two guys. Okay. And they're, they're completely polar opposites of each other. Yeah. I have two guys. One guy on social media. Why do people not like Joe? Has Joe, Joe Theismann has never been anything but great to us, right? He has been. And even off air, when we saw him in San Francisco at the hotel, he was cool as shit. Yeah, I think he's fucking great, right? Yeah, great guy. So I wonder if he's like tough to work with. I thought he was you great on the draft. Those three guys that used to do Sunday night football back in the day. Yeah, when it was him and Mike Patrick and uh, the kicker, what's his oh, face, Paul uh, McGuire. Yeah, Paul McGuire. They were all great. They used to. Everyone used to write articles how great those guys were. All of a sudden, they're all out of jobs. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. I like Joe a lot. I'm going to say this, too. Then I'm going to burn some fences right now. I don't care. Bridges or fences? Oh, yeah. I don't want to burn fences. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I like Mickey Coke. Yeah. I like Mickey Coke. uh, And, God, some guy wanted to fight him last night. And Mickey's like, what the fuck is going on? And I I didn't have time to go through the whole thread. Uh, Dude, uh, there's about 20 guys that I really like. Mickey Um, Coke sounds like a fighter. That sounds like a fighter's name. He might be. be or a right fielder for the Tigers. Yeah, or, the two. or a guy who leads the cartels. Yeah. The Irish cartel. <laughs> Dude, I've had nothing but good times with this guy. Yeah. He's never been, like, there's a million of those guys where, like, he's a fucking pain in the ass. I've never had anything but a fucking good time with this dude. I don't know why everybody fucking hates that kid. What am I missing on him? No idea. Like, to me, Dave, he's like drunk, flannery, yeah. miserable. Like I'm with you. I don't know why. He's a target. I have no idea. Like, if somebody was like, I fucking hate miserable Padre fan. And he, like, why? I don't know. Maybe I'm. And do me a favor. Do me a favor. Okay? Don't, don't argue the points. Don't send me 25 <laughs> exactly. fucking reasons why. I, I'm really not that invested in it. I'm just telling you, I like the kid. I like him. And by the way, A.J. Preller confirmed the night I was there that he did call Mickey. How and about he made that? Mickey come down there. Mick was under the weather, and they go, you got one fucking night to come down here. And he said, yeah, they were having That's staff awesome. meetings. And uh, and Preller said, I called him and said, come down here. And he said the fucking staff loved him. That's said it cool. was great. I think that's cool. Man. That is cool. All right. So I'll, uh, who so you taking? Tuesday, I'm going Rams. All right. Cool. Yeah. Enjoy that tomorrow night, and then I'll see you down here Tuesday night. All right. Perfect. We'll do that. All right. We'll see you guys in a couple days.
inside.